Hey there, Cape Cod. It's high noon and a little bit because, in all honesty, I had to stop and buy pie. And that's because we are talking about pie today, and we are very fortunate to have with us a woman whom, over the past few days, I've come to think of as the pie whisperer. Welcome to Life with Gwen, Susan. This is Susan McGuire. She helps with the, uh, she's like the co-chap baking bake sale chairman right. for the Friday Club. Some of you may know the Friday Club. It has been, um, uh, they, the group of women have been volunteering for over 100 years, raised thousands of dollars for local charities, and are known for their pies, which just fly off the tables when you have your monthly pie sale. They do. So the, the next one of which is coming up April 11th. That's right. Um, and we'll have, in, in addition to pies, we'll have a lot of things for uh, people's Easter table and for their company um, uh, muffins and breads and whoopie pies and lots of bunny things. So, Well, this is wonderful news to me because I do like to cook, but I'm not so much of a baker. It's too precise, you know. I'm more of a saute it in the pan kind of person. Um, and, you know, I really appreciate you coming because we kind of drafted you this week as a teacher. Folks in Osterville from the uh, Osterville Business and Professional Association were all very busy because they are planning for this coming Saturday their very first pie competition. And uh, the, you might know them guys because they've run the Chocolate Fest for 15 years and they decided that since Saturday falls on 314, or International Pie Day, um, that they are going to have a pie competition. And we thought, well, it would be good to help out the people who are going to enter <laughs> by giving them a little bit of a pie primer. And in today's paper, you'll find uh, Susan was kind enough to share her very straightforward, very orderly tips for getting the best crust on your pie. And she's going to show us some of those things today. And uh, we're going to talk about tips to make a great pie. And then uh, any of you who want to uh, enter your pie into the competition on Saturday, uh, you're looking at dropping, all the details are in the newspaper in the Cape Cod Times, but you're looking at dropping it off between, uh, I think it's 10 and 11.30, judging is at 12, eating is at 1 if you uh, want to come and try pies. So as they get ready for their, their big competition, we're asking you to, to sort of give us some the benefit of, of your years of experience. Uh, I started baking more pies when I joined the Friday Club. I had baked pies before, but since that was the thing that the Friday Club's known for, I, I started to work on how to make the best pie I could. Um, and I learned from... Uh, people at the club. I learned from uh, America's Test Kitchen and King Arthur Flour, two places I use all the time for for baking ideas. And I've just developed some of these tips uh, as I've as I've continued uh, making pies. And now people are learning from you because you're able to give them tips. When we have new members, they always say they love to bake, but not everybody is is a pie baker. So I've given a class a couple of times uh, showing people, you know, some tips to how to make a nice looking pie. Tell me, is when you were first learning, do you remember, is there something you learned that proved critical? Something you could share with us about making, we're mostly talking about crust today, about making the best crust. Uh, 
the filling is is much easier than the crust, I think, and that's what scares people. Um, I think the most important thing about making a pie crust is everything has to be cold. Okay. Cold, I did cold, read that cold. In, your, in your list. The, even the butter that, you know, once you take it out and start cutting it up, it gets warm again. So I cut it, put it on a plate, put it back in the refrigerator. I put the uh, liquids uh, in a cup back in the refrigerator. After the pie, after you roll it out and you put it in the pie plate, back in the refrigerator. Um, the, um, the butter needs to be cold in order to um, uh, make the crust flaky. So, uh, Okay, so yeah. I've always heard that you take the butter pats and, and you uh, use a pastry blender to, to chop them in by hand till they're about the size of peas. Is that, am I on the right track with that? Uh, you are. Um, I've also uh, heard people describe it, don't have everything the size of peas. Some oh. of them might be, should be a little bigger. A little shard see, here, shard there. And you there. should see the pie, the uh, butter in the crust as you're, um, you know, when you, when you roll it out. You should see mm -hmm. pieces of butter. Oh, interesting. I use a food processor. Um, I use a recipe that I got from Cook's Illustrated magazine. And I use a food processor to to um, you know to blend the um, the butter in with the flour, and I also use a mix of butter and Crisco. Mm -hmm. So the food. Does anyone still use lard? Because um, I, I hear it's good in a pie crust. I've heard it's very good. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I know you can buy it. Yeah. Uh, you know, but um, I I don't use it. Um, uh, but. I use the food processor, and then you want to handle the dough as little as possible. Right, I heard that the more as well. You, the more you handle it, the tougher it, it becomes. Okay. And one of the things that we absolutely loved when we were reading Susan's tips that she gives out is the one about keeping the pie crust circular so it doesn't look like Cape Cod. <laughs> Good line. That, that's true. Um, when you, after you made the, the dough, Get the butter in. You've added the, your liquid. You're going to make two discs uh, of dough. Divide them in half and make two discs, maybe about an inch and a half thick and, and round. That's the so, size of a Frisbee? Uh, smaller than a Frisbee. Okay. It'll probably be about five inches in diameter. size of a dog Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you're ready to roll, you take, take it like a wheel and roll the edge uh, in flour so that it smooths it out and that helps you keep it round as you're oh, rolling interesting. it out. That I hadn't heard until I met you. And one of the things you, you want to do is not just roll back and forth with your rolling pin. What's it, why is that bad? Because it, it, it works the dough too much. So, so you, you're, you're touching it. it twice as much as you need to. Exactly. So you roll it out and then you turn the dough like a, a quarter mm -hmm. and then roll again and turn it a quarter it also helps you to know that you're it's not sticking which is the mm -hmm. thing that that mm -hmm. makes people you know crazy about how do i keep my dough from sticking on the on the um, whatever you're using to roll it out i use two pieces of of wax paper because it gives me the the size to make a mm -hmm. you know to make the you know the round that i want um, you could use a silicon mat. You could use 
um, I guess a wooden board or if you have a granite countertop, you could use that. But you want to put some flour on first. And by rolling it and turning it, you as you lift it gently and turn it, you know that if it sticks a little bit, you can add more flour. Before it becomes your, in irretrievably right, stuck. Right, before it's too, uh -huh. too stuck. And You know, I... Years ago, when I was baking more pies, and not that I had any proficiency at it, but you know, one tries. And um, I had gotten from Tupperware a rolling pin that you would love. It had do you? I don't know if you remember oh, this, but it, it, it had ice water. You put ice I, in I it. I do remember this. It's plastic yes. with a, a screw top at the end, and it fit just the size of ice cubes. So you filled it with ice cubes, and it stayed cold. So everything was for cold. everything was cold. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I don't even know if they make them anymore. <laughs> I um, I want to stop and tell you guys, if you have any problems or questions with pie crust that um, or filling, I guess, uh, that you would like to ask Susan for advice on, please feel free to type them in now to our Facebook Live. We'll read them to Susan and, and get them answered right away. And if we can't, we'll go looking for the answer. Um, and I also want to say that Many of you probably know and remember from eighth grade geometry that pi day, pi, P-I, is actually um, a ratio. And uh, it's, it's always, to me, a magic number because no matter what the original dimensions are, it always comes out 0.0314, and then it's an endless decimal. It just goes on forever. So if anybody can tell me what we're trying to calculate with that formula. What is the formula? Um, I will buy you a pie from the April 11th uh, Friday Club pie sale, uh, bake sale, or if you don't want pie, you can have one of those other things. But uh, whoever gets that, that answer up first um, will win something, a dessert that you don't have to make at Easter. So good deal, huh? And all you great. need to do is think back to eighth grade geometry. I looked it up because <laughs> it had been a while. Um, and uh, so you've brought some things with us. And uh, actually, before we start that, at the very beginning, we know we want everything cold. But does it matter what kind of flour you use for a pie crust? I don't think so. All-purpose flour. Okay. And um, you said you like a lot of the King Arthur stuff. I do. Because I think they, they make a baking uh, uh, flour, right? A specific one? Uh, they or make, maybe it's bread flour. I think they make bread flour uh -huh. and cake flour. But I oh, think okay. you want all-purpose flour. All-purpose flour for, 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 the, the for the pie crust. And um, in terms of the butter, anything special in terms of unsalted? I know cold, but... I do use unsalted and add a little salt to the, to the okay. flour. And uh, are you always, with pie crust, are you always um, adding water? Is that the, the, the one binder that we use in pie crust? Well, the recipe that I use that I, that I feel works for me very well is from Cook's Illustrated magazine. And it has a very interesting extra ingredient, and that's vodka. Sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, a quarter a cup of water and a quarter of a cup of vodka. Interesting. Um, the idea is that the um, you need to have the liquid to put every, you know to get everything to bind together. Right, exactly. The butter, the flour, everything. Mm -hmm. um, but the vodka evaporates so that it doesn't wet down the flour too much. 
So as it's baking, the, the vodka's evaporating. And then a quarter of a cup for the cooks? <laughs> no. <laughs> it would be hard to finish the pie, I think, that way. <laughs> hey, it could. Maybe it'll just evaporate, you know? I, I, I just. Um, let's see. We do have a question for you. How do you make your pie tops so nice? And this is from uh, Renee Burlard. Well, let's see. A couple of things you can do to make your pie top look nice. Um, one is to uh, make a lattice crust, uh, which always looks very attractive. And um, you, it's also kind of a mathematical thing. If you, I, I think you brought something to show I, us. Let's see. I don't know. Thank you can, for being so prepared. I think we can try to show this. That if you have five strips, maybe about an inch wide of your crust, of your dough, right? Okay. And you fold back, and it works much better with, with dough than paper, but you fold back one, three, and five the odd numbers, and then you lay your cross ones, cross piece and fold the pieces back flat. I was going to ask you how one gets this done, one accomplishes this. There's then, a, from your pie sale, there's a uh, pie that has this top. Oh, that was beautiful, that mm. braided pie. I've never tried that one. I have tried making a herringbone top. You can find a lot of directions on the on the web of making fancy uh, pie pie tops, but this one is fairly easy. So you've got you fold them fold one, three, and five back, and you fold back two and four, and add another piece, and then fold two and four back. So you're basically weaving with the dough. Right. But you're doing it in a way that doesn't require putting it under. Exactly. Once you it's don't in have place. to you don't have to physically weave it back. Mm -hmm. And then you're gonna do again one, three, and five, fold it back, and add your other piece. And then you do the the other side. Okay. One, three, and five, and two, and four. That's and that, fascinating. That makes you know. Sense. I apologize. I know you guys can't see that as well as we'd want you to, um, but um, let's see. How can we do this? Could we borrow your very pretty white uh, pan? If you turn that over, I'll hold this while you just uh, okay. uh, hold those up a little bit. Here we go. Let's see. Just so we can, can get, get an idea of what's yeah. Get the, the braided the, part. The uh, part. Okay. How about okay. that? So just think in terms of one, three, and five, and two and four gets so, you. Right. You're thinking of the white pieces. I mean, when it's dough, it's just dough. But you're thinking of the white pieces going across and then the, the blue pieces going the other way and being woven in by folding back folding, the white pieces. Folding back the your the, the horizontal pieces, right. put a vertical piece in. Fold it over the other way. And then alternate. Uh, I bet you're good at braiding hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. not really, it's not a question of braiding. It's just a question of folding it back. And right. Make, then you don't think of it as trying to twist the pieces. You're just going, folding it back, put a piece on, fold it down. Because I'm sure if you tried to actually twist it under, you know, weave it under, it would become warm and, and too pliable to work. Exactly. So. Exactly. 
it, uh, it it's funny you know I I think that uh, mine probably looks very heavy because I just lay pieces going in one direction and lay the other pieces going in the other and after spending time looking at your tips and at uh, pictures of the photographs of the the pie sale I thought theirs looks so much better because they're they're actually woven uh Another thing that uh, you can do to make your top look nice is um, before you put it in the oven, brush it with um, some milk, mm -hmm. and that will help with... Uh, Any special kind of milk? There milk. are so many now. Does it uh, need to be uh, actually, dairy milk? or? I do try to use dairy milk. I haven't tried it with almond milk, which, mm -hmm. I, which I, I have at home, but I, I I usually do use dairy milk. And is it uh, full full fat, or does it matter? I don't think that matters as okay. much. Um, you're adding a little protein that that browns uh, nicely, and I also use um, um, crystal sugar, a, a, a really fat crystal that doesn't melt in the oven. Does that go on and after the, you put uh, the milk? the milk on and then sprinkle some sugar okay. on your and it gives it a nice um, uh, crisp, well sparkly look and a, and, a, and a nice crunch when you're eating it. Oh nice. It um, and does an egg wash do the same thing as the milk or is there? I think an egg wash makes it too brown. Okay. And I've used an egg wash for savory pies um, because I also like the flavor of that with a savory pie, a meat pie. Right. But I've but I've never used the egg wash for a for a uh, a fruit pie. I'm glad you said that because I want to remind you all that um, rules for the contest, which you can see in the paper, uh, you can make sweet or savory pies. So, oh, in good. fact, they someone for them made a, a pie in the shape of pie. So, <laughs> how we be doing with a, that formula? Anybody can win that pie. You know, we're talking uh, high-valued pies. People say that that if you're not there at ten, you're going home without pie. That has happened uh, a number of times, and it's it's fun to watch um, what what we've done in like the last ten years because people are you know trying to get there and get their get a pie. Um, if you're in the area of uh, Yarmouth Port. From about 8.30 on, we're there getting ready. We'll give you a number, like a deli counter. Oh, so, you're, so you can get your number at 8.30 or before any time. Can I get that number from you today? <laughs> so you know I'm coming to buy a pie. Anytime between 8.30 and 10, um, go off and get some coffee or go do an errand or whatever um, and come back at, you know, just before 10. People are have really learned our, our method. They line themselves up very nicely by number. And somehow, Susan, I always see you. Whenever we take a photograph, Susan's at the head of the line, opening the door, making sure everybody's ready and happy. And uh, Well, they push me out there to make the announcements. And <laughs> um, We're talking a lot of pies. At the last Thanksgiving Day pie sale, uh, which is your last of the year before you take the winter off, um, it was up to 50. And you were counting them, by the way. We were, we try to count <laughs> just to get an idea of how many pies we've had and and how we're doing that way. But um, um, if you so if you if you can get there early, come at least at ten. Mm -hmm. and, and and there is three sixty five Route Six A. There's a big sign out front uh, that says the the Friday, Friday Club. Club. And and here's the thing though, 
the next sale is on Saturday, even though you're the Friday Club. Yes, I know that confuses people, but Saturday's when everybody's available. So we have our Saturday, high sales on April 11th on, on Saturday, and our meetings are on Friday. Oh, okay. So that's why we're the Friday Club. I want to hear a little bit more about the charity work, but before we do, I think we left people kind of in the middle of their pie. So I wanted to see if we could quickly walk through what's happening with the crust. Uh, so say, you know, we, we're either going to do a lattice or we're going to do a regular top. But, you know, we're looking at a, a double crust pie, the bottom and the top. Um, you have it rolled out, and you want to roll it out to what dimension? A little bigger than the crust? Yes, definitely bigger than the pie the plate. Pie. Yeah, that's what it's I meant. Bigger than the pie plate, yes. Uh -huh. So uh, because you don't want to stretch it once you get it into the pie plate. Okay. Um, I usually use my rolling pin to roll up part of the dough on the pin and then lift it and place it onto the pie plate. Right, which is of course turned right side up. And uh, and when you do that, how thin do you want your crust to be? I mean, are we talking about almost see through it no. or heavier than that? About an eighth inch. Okay. So. And you don't want it. Is there any good guide that you use to figure that no, out or just I'm experience? Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first couple of pies have a hole in the bottom. <laughs> well, if it's too thin, it will it'll, it'll tear. It'll tear and yeah. fall apart. And then you're patching and doing all these other things. So, so you don't really want that. Um, so you want to get your pie crust in. You want it to be bigger so that you can kind of push it in but not stretch it right you don't want to stretch mm -hmm. it um, you want to have some overhang before you put your filling in mm -hmm. then your top crust and you're kind of um pinching pinching it closed and Guess folding it <laughs> folding it over so when you're pinching you're doing this part although this is obviously a commercially made pie to my embarrassment, but I told you I don't bake that much. So anyway, but she's talking about the crust here. And uh, do you want to show us the, so the gonna, motion that you're using? Well, you're going to you're going to tuck it, fold it, and kind of tuck it be, into the um, between the rest of the pie crust and the pie plate. Because you're joining the top and the bottom. You want crust. it to be yes. You want it to be um, kind of tucked in, and do that all around. And then there's a number of methods. The easiest thing is kind of take your knuckles and your other on two on one hand and one on the other hand and kind of push push that design in mm -hmm. all the way around. Or you can kind of pinch it. Uh, some people use a fork and make a make the design of a okay. tine, but um, I think that makes it too thin. So I like to use kind of a one knuckle pushing against two knuckles with the crust between it and go all the way around. Okay. You know, I, I think once you do this a couple of times, it'll be easier than it sounds. And uh, while the Friday Club may never recruit me to bake pies for them, I also think that, you know, the occasional mistake just shows that you loved somebody enough to make them a pie, a homemade pie. So Pies are usually not perfect. Um, the crust doesn't always do what you yeah, want I'm it sure to do. I'm sure this was done by a machine. <laughs> by a machine, right. Yeah. So it doesn't always do what you want it to do. Um, and depending on your filling, maybe the filling will sink a little and the and the 
the crust will sink a little. Uh, maybe it'll bubble over because that's how you know it's done when the you can kind of see or and and you are going to make a either a. a a design or a hole or that was my question because if you don't do the lattice you need to have some place to let the extra steam the escape steam escape right right and you can do some pretty things with that you much can, prettier than this little circle which does can, the job but doesn't uh, you can make doesn't make you very creative you can make slashes um, all the way around in a kind of a star boat burst like on Fred Flintstone the cartoon where they used to have a their pie um, um, venture was was a bird and, and they uh, would use its feet to oh, uh, yeah that, don't try that, that at home <laughs> that shape um, you can use your cookie cutters to take some extra pie dough cut out some design with a cookie cutter and place that on top brush that with milk so right you still need the vent but then you can adorn it you with can uh, decorate with a little you know yeah. I have a turkey cookie cutter so I've used For that whatever or, the holiday or, a, is. or a pineapple um, not a pineapple a, an apple or a mm -hmm. uh, pumpkin design I, I think that those pies in my mind are kind of like the top echelon you know there's something about those uh, there's something about those um, decorations on top that says, oh, somebody knew how to make pie. <laughs> but uh, so very quickly, because we have five minutes left, tell me what blind bake means. Tell us, all of us. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, that's when you're making like a lemon meringue pie or something else that doesn't have a top crust. So you like want a cream pie. Cream pie. You mm -hmm. want to bake the, the, um, the, bottom. the bottom crust. And so you, you and you need to weigh it down a little. Mm -hmm. A piece of parchment paper, and you can use dry beans, or they make things that you can put in the in the pie uh, that hold it down, and then you bake it so it's brown. Then you add your filling when it's cold. Okay. And for the for these other ones we were talking about, do you need to do <coughs> anything to flatten the to keep the bottom crust flat before you? Uh, put in the filling and bake the whole thing. When you're doing a two when you're doing a two crust, no, you don't. Okay, perfect. And uh, do you have a favorite pie to make? Um, everybody likes apple pie. You can't go wrong with an apple pie. I make an apple cranberry that my family likes. And. Uh, uh, I should remind you, if you have ingredients in your pies when you enter them on Saturday at the Osterville Library, the Osterville Village Library, remember to label them for people with allergies. Because when you were saying apple cranberry, I was immediately thinking maybe walnuts with that, you know? Yes, we and we do try to label our pies at, mm. at the club of, of, if it has nuts or has uh, anything that people might be allergic to. Now here's something also embarrassingly store-bought, but something a little bit different. Tell us about, about the crumb crust. Is that is that a lazy pie maker or is that a, a flavor no, that some people like? What's the deal? I wouldn't say it's lazy because I think it takes some skill to make a, a good crumb crust. Um, you're working butter into flour again so that you've got that's how that's the crumb part and you're um, sprinkling it on but if you don't I, I haven't perfected that part of it because often it kind of melts on me and it doesn't get that nice crumb uh, topping uh, 
Um, cold, cold, cold. That would be that would help it a lot. Yes. So it sounds like we should keep our pies for for autumn and, and winter uh, rather than trying to do them in the middle of summer, unless you have a central air. <laughs> it is hard. Yes, you you do have to keep the butter butter cold. Is there anything um, we're finishing up? We have a couple of minutes. If no one is going to win this pie, what am I going to do with it? Um, although you know what it is is people work during the day and then they watch afterwards. So um, I'll tell you what, if you're watching this with your girlfriends, you know, um, and guys bake too with other baking guys, uh, please feel free to email me. Uh, it's on the paper, gfriss at capecodonline.com, and we'll see, see who gets that pie uh, equation and gets the free pie. Um, is there anything I haven't asked you that you'd like to kind of sum up with making either, you know, veterans or novices? Um. What haven't we covered? Um, don't stress about your pie. Um, if you make it once a year, it's going to be harder. If you, you know, if you try it a few times, you'll you'll get the hang of it. And um, as long as it's not um, burnt on the edges, people will love it. All right. So show <laughs> show us what we put over the ah. edge. That's what we forgot. That's what we forgot. Okay. So this is a pie shield. It's a metal pie shield. We believe under $10. And you just, as you, when you bake it, you, you covering the, um, the edges uh, so that they don't burn. You can also do that with foil, but it's hard to keep on. It's messier. The, if you're going to bake more than yeah, one pie a year, this is probably a good investment. The foil always falls off on, on mine, so I, so I got a, a pie shield. That cut. And if, it's, if your top is browning too much, tent some foil over it okay. so that it doesn't brown. But, and and how um, about what temperature are most pie crusts going in it? Um, 400, four, even 425 on the lowest level of your oven okay and then you do that for about 30 minutes and then turn it down to about uh, 375 okay depends on your recipe but that's usually how most pie recipes go high at first to get to brown the crust mm -hmm. and to um, get it firmed up a little it firmed up exactly and and then and then a lower temperature to let the um, filling really cook through and 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 bubble so that you is there any filling that's particularly difficult that maybe you want to stay away from when you're just starting hmm you know so that that it's hard to get the filling um you know to be soft at the same time the pie is is crisp um i don't know if there's any one particular that's harder the ones that that we you know sell most are the are apple blueberry um, every so often people are looking for a mince pie at Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, I don't see those very often. It's not, no, it's not something you see very often. Um, I don't even really know exactly what's in there. Uh, dried fruit for the most part. Right. Oops, it's a, it's a runaway, um, fruitcake. <laughs> yep. I haven't had mince pie in a very long time. Uh, but uh, we want to thank you for coming. This is a, a cheat sheet for those of you who are going to compete this weekend. And uh, just a, a nice guide for, for everyone. You know, Easter's coming. We, we do pies at Easter. And, and the other thing I notice is, like, if you're having a big crowd or you're cooking for a charity event, pie is pretty economical if you, uh, uh, if you do it all from scratch, I would think. 
Um, I don't know that I would call it economical because okay. you've got to buy lots of, you know, it takes a lot of apples to well, fill a big, a big that's pie true. plate and butter. But um, you, you will get everybody, you know, you will have hit everybody's sweet spot of liking pie. A wonderful creation. And, and you made it all yourself. Hope these tips have been helpful. Susan, thank you so much for coming. And, and once again, if you'd like to see what the Friday Club is making um, and, and uh, read a little bit at the bake sale, I think even, about the wonderful works they're doing for many organizations in the community, including the Cape Cod Times Needy Fund. I saw that and I wanted to that's, thank you. That's true. Um, uh, I last uh, last year we donated twelve thousand dollars to um, a baby center, the needy fund, the food pantries, um, uh, Cape Kid Meals, Independence House. Those are some of our uh, charities, mostly and that's dealing a lot with, of sweets with uh, families, women, and children. And do you have? Can you hold up that picture as we close? Oh. Uh, we have a picture here to show you. I hope you can see it. This will be our closing image, and uh, we can do it together if you want. These are but some of the original ladies of the Friday Club. They don't dress like this anymore, guys, but uh, it's amazing to have an organization that was founded in 1901 and has been doing that kind of work for so long. Thank you from the community, and thanks for helping us with our pies. Well, happy baking, everyone. See you April 11th.